Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today. So glad to have you with us today, and uh, we sure want to uh, hear from you. So please, uh, if you have a question and we might be able to answer, just go on our website, wordoflifecenter.org, and uh, just answer that question. I'm sure you can navigate it better than I can because I don't do that, but most people do. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know exactly how to go on and ask a question, and it's easy. Just follow the prompts on there. I want to read a scripture to you today. Uh, Paul wrote to a minister, Timothy, uh, who was a pastor, and he was a young man, and so Paul was giving giving him instructions to help him And uh, he said this to him in verse 3 of 2 Timothy chapter 2, You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engages in warfare, entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier." Now, I want to encourage you, we, a few weeks ago, we talked about this particular thing about pleasing him and, and not getting entangled with the affairs of this life. And I want to encourage you to go listen to that podcast if you haven't already. And then it says in the next verse, also, anyone, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. And in our last podcast, we talked about that and talked about being lawful through the law of Christ and living the life of the gospel. And that that's where your crown is, and that's where you uh, can compete and in, in, in do something great uh, is if you do it lawfully. The third thing that I want to talk about in this is verse 6. Paul also said to Timothy, the hardworking farmer must be first to partake of the crops. The hardworking farmer must be first to partake of the crops. Now, I like uh, one translation says, should be the first to be sustained by the fruits. Okay? But now, here's what I want to focus on for a few minutes today and talk to you about, and, and I, I may get to the end of that in a minute, but, but what I want you to see, first of all, is this. It says the hardworking farmer. The word there, hardworking farmer, means somebody who works till he feels fatigue, till you work hard enough till you, you get tired. You know, if you're not getting tired in the ministry, uh, maybe you're not working hard enough. Now, I know that goes against a lot of things, and I'm not trying to say you have to personally do everything and do all the work, but but we need to be busy working and uh, working uh, in the ministry. And um, I, I have a, a nephew, and uh, when, when he was young, I thought it was kind of funny, um, he, um, uh, somebody uh, uh, he asked uh, Becky, my wife, he said, um, where's Uncle Sam? You know, I'm Uncle Sam to him. And he said, well, he's at work. And my nephew said, uh-uh, he doesn't work. He's a preacher. Now, I, we knew what he meant by that, that, that I didn't work a secular job. But 
but it came out sounding like I don't work because I'm a preacher, so I don't have to work. And um, I thought that was kind of funny because now he's in the ministry, and uh, I actually texted him this morning before while I was preparing, and I texted him and told him, how's that working for you now, not working? You know, as, and he laughed and said, well, that definitely was not true <laughs> back then. So you have to understand that, that your job is to work. And, and if you work, then you will eventually enjoy the fruit of your work. But to think that you're going to enjoy the fruit of the ministry and, and not work, uh, I hate to tell you this, but you're mistaken. It says the hardworking farmer first partakes of the crops, okay? Now, it doesn't say the one who's called to the ministry partakes of the crops. It says the hardworking farmer. I, I remember a couple, and they've, they've gone home to be with the Lord today, Charles and Francis Hunter, who actually I, I got saved under their ministry many, many years ago uh, at, a, at a gospel meeting. But, but I remember talking to them one time, uh, and when they were younger, they worked all the time. And they said, look, if we want to enjoy the fruit of our labor, we have to work. And so they were, they were both businessmen before uh, they went into the ministry. And so they, just, they, they didn't just put in 40 hours. They put in 60 hours, 80 hours a week working in the ministry, doing whatever needed to be done. I mean, they, wrote, they were prolific book writers. And, and, and they traveled and preached uh, because they labored at what they did. And, and you have to labor. You have to work. And one of the things that helped me, I, I got a hold of this when I was young in the ministry, because when you're young in the ministry, we equate working to preaching. But when you're, you don't have any place to preach, what do you do? Well, you work. Well, how do you work? Well, number one, you study the Word of God. You invest time and effort into the Word of God. And I did that personally. I'm not bragging on me, but I, I did. I just want you to know I, I was a hard worker when I was young, and I still work hard. But, but the, the, the essence of what I did back then was I primarily I studied and then I prayed. You know, and I would pray two or three hours a day. Uh, well, I didn't have anything else to do. And, and, and if I wanted fruit, I, I knew I had to be a hardworking farmer. I had to work. And, and right back then, that's all I had available to me was praying and working uh, in, 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 in prayer and studying the Word of God. And, and because of that, God began to open doors of ministry for me. And so then the work took on another aspect, and I began to work in that realm of preaching and being prepared to preach and, and being involved with that. And then I had a staff, and I had to be prepared to communicate with them and to guide them. And, and so there are other elements that come into uh, to what you do. And, and if you want to see fruit in your life and you want to be blessed in your life as a minister, you're going to have to work hard. <clears throat> and, and if you're young and you think it's just going to come to you, uh, you're mistaken because that's just not the way it works. Um, Paul wrote this in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 10. He said, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. Now, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, I just do whatever God happens. God's grace is working and, you know, and I just do whatever. Well, you better read the rest of this. Because he said, and it was not in vain, but I labored 
more abundantly than than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. In other words, Paul said, look, I have a grace on my life, but that doesn't mean I don't have to work within that grace and to fulfill what God's called me to do. It's not just going to happen just because I'm the anointed one and I got a, you know, and a fairy puts their wand on your head and you just sit back and let it happen. No, you have to work. You have to really work and, and, and work in the ministry, work in ministry things. Uh, and, and like I said, in prayer and studying the Word of God and your preaching and, and, and trying to be effective in whatever area God's called you to. Paul said this in, in Philippians chapter 2, verse 16. He said, holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. He labored. He said in Colossians chapter 1, verse 22, I also labor striving according to the working which worketh mightily in me. I think sometimes we think, hey, you know, I'm just going to let this thing happen. No, you got to work. You got to work at it. And you got to spend the time praying and seeking God and preparing. And as you mature in ministry, you know, there are other things that come in and certain things are set aside. And the workload that I have now is totally different than when I started. Because my the grace on my life and what I'm responsible for has changed. I don't have to come and set up the chairs in church, and align the chairs and and vacuum the carpet or or I don't have to do that anymore. I I did at one time, but I don't have to do that anymore because now I work in a different arena. But I still have to have to work in in what I do. So notice what it says in here that if you if you labor. As a hard worker, then you can partake of the fruit of your labor. And, and I want to tell you, uh, that is, that's part of who you are and part of your responsibility. And, and I don't know whether Paul had a problem, I mean, that whether Timothy had a problem with this or not about taking the fruit of the labor. In other words, you know, he needed subsistence to live on. He needed to be able to live and, and, you know, was he able to, to, um, to take on um, the, the fruit of the ministry and really let, let himself be blessed? I'm not sure exactly what the circumstance was. But bottom line, Paul told him, he said, look, if you're a laborer, then you are worthy to receive of that labor of the crops. Now, uh, Paul said this in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 6. He said, is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to refrain from work? Whoever goes to war at his own expense, who plants a vineyard and does not eat of the fruit or who tends a flock and does not drink of the milk of the flock? Do I say these things as a mere man or does not the law say the same thing? For it is written in the law, you shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain. It is, is it oxen God is concerned about? Or does he say it all together for our sake? No, uh, for our sake, no doubt, this is written, that he who plows should plow in hope, and he who threshes in hope should be partakers of his hope. 
In other words, Paul is saying, listen, if you're working in the gospel field and you people are being saved or you're working in the ministry, it is, it is right that those people who, who have been saved, uh, who help you for you to partake of the fruit of that. He goes on in verse 11 and says, if you've sown spiritual things, is it a great thing if we don't re- if we reap your material things? So, you know, this can be abused. I know it can be abused, but on the other side of it, you need to know hard work in the ministry will produce an abundance of fruit to sustain your life. And so what you have to do is be that hardworking farmer, that person who labors in what God's called him to do. And you don't quit. You don't back off. And, and, and Paul called it spiritual uh, labor. And that's where we ought, ought to operate in our lives. And if you do, you're going to see great result from that. Well, praise the Lord. I'm so glad uh, you were with me today. I trust you got something out of this. And we look forward to our next time together on the podcast. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.